0: Buck and pea. Cause the Welcome to Good Mid-Morning. I'm your host, Liam Flanagan, a.k.a. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback New York Jets, a.k.a. DJ FGQBNYJs. Today is Tuesday, July 13th, and oh, what a show we have for you. Folks, I want to thank all of our sponsors. Uh, Penny's Disappearing Act for Kids. Do your kids love magic? Of course they do. They're fucking kids. Well, they are going to love Penny's Disappearing Act for Kids. It will have your whole family saying Where's Penny? Uh, we also want to thank a new, uh, our new re- reoccurring sponsor, Mike's Mitts. Baseball season isn't over yet, so you'll have time to get your balls in Mike's Mitts. Made from 100% recycled armchairs, Mike's Mitts grab tight. So, your balls, uh, so get your balls in Mike's Mitts today. You'll be glad you did. Thanks to those sponsors. And if you or your business would like to be an actual sponsor of Good Midmorning, Send me a text. You can send that to liam at podland dot productions. Uh, Joining me on this fine Tuesday, as always, one of my oldest friends, an amazing musician from the band Seawolf and the holiday friends all the way from Astoria, Oregon. It's Joey Ficken!
1: Good mid-morning, Liam. Good mid-morning to you,
0: Joey. Man, I...
1: I love starting a morning off with a uh, Lost reference.
0: Did you like that? <laughs> I yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: you know, I, I, I was one of those uh, uh uh Lost fans in the first when the show was first running that, you know, I yeah. I went deep, man. I went yeah. real deep. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that shit.
0: Yeah. I did you know, I do that for you, bud. I do that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so when I
1: so su- I I feel like everybody in the world every time a Lost reference jumps out, I'm just like they did that for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm at this point where I'm the only person who liked Lost.
0: <laughs> no, I mean there's there's uh, we liked Lost. Just uh you know it uh, it just it just sucked in the end. That's all. The first three seasons are great or whatever. You know. Yeah, the first three. So man, fun. I, yep. So fun.
1: Yeah, first first. Yeah yeah very fun show i feel like it's just yeah one of those shows that if it just didn't get uh if it if it didn't fall victim to the uh the the network television problems you know they uh after revisiting the show during lockdown um which i enjoyed you know it yeah. goes on for a bit long it's got a lot of that filler i'm not used to watching network television so when you get like 20 some odd epi- there's one season i think this was maybe I don't know why this happened. I can't remember what the story behind it was. But there's one season, maybe season four. Okay. Maybe it's or three. It's only like 12 episodes long. And I think it maybe have, had fallen in during the writer's strike or something.
2: Mm-hmm. There's some
1: reason why it's half as long. That was it. That was the exact reason. I remember that. I yeah, remember it that. It was great. Yeah. I was like, damn, this field felt like it ended when it should. Because I remember even when I was watching the show when it was airing that you would get those episodes where you're like, is this going to be a filler episode? Yes. Or is this going to be one that actually like is engaging and you're just really locked into? Um, I remember and, that as well. Yeah, having yeah.
0: episodes being like, okay, okay, this week, let's see if I've done my math correct, uh, every other week. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, well, it, gonna... it was
1: always like uh, we've got the season premiere, and the season premiere is always going to kick off with like answering some question that they left you with on the season finale from yeah. the year before and then they might do uh one or two more episodes after that 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 really kind of continue on with that and then they go into about six episodes of filler <laughs> maybe with a little bit of something little morsel that they toss your way yeah then they would get into the mid-series finale sort of thing where they take like a little bit of a break they yeah take you got a little short short hiatus uh and then they'd get that and then they'd come right back in and you get maybe one more one or two more episodes. So it was basically like half filler, half and you just didn't fully know where it was all going to land. Yeah. Um but luckily, you know, uh it's the kind of actually, okay. I think I had heard actually recently that there was talk of potentially a lost reboot which I don't know if it would be in a, a continuation of the the actual uh tv show that 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 currently that existed or if it would be like a fresh take like if it would be another cast of people that ending up on the island or if it would be just a a re-envisioning of lost but i I think i'd heard something about that being thrown around to hbo oh really which i would be i'd be I'd, i'd like to see the lost lore sort of continue. Yeah. And on HBO that
0: would be great because they do they do such good work. You know? They do. They're professionals over there. They're doing the Lord's work over there. They are professionals. Um speaking of stuff that we watched though, uh, Or and I finally just last night finished up uh Too Hot to Handle. uh, Oh yeah. Season Season two. two? Yeah. 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 Oh man. You know, at first I didn't think I was gonna like it because um because, Chloe wasn't in it. Well, because Chloe wasn't in it. Yeah. And, uh, well, because, you know, it, the premise was, you know, it, I guess in the, how first, far can you take it? Exactly. And I thought they did a good job. They, they, uh, you know, switched some things up and they did some they things did. and it was, yeah, it was fun. What a stupid they, they, show though.
1: It's, it's really funny though, that, um, this, I think I, I don't, I can't remember if I had talked to you about this last week, but it is, it's a, it's a, it's a funny show in that, it's everybody comes in wanting to party and yeah. just fuck everything that moves. Uh, and then the second there are these like ground rules sort of laid down, everyone clings and latches on and then it becomes this jealousy match. Yeah, <laughs> it's just all, and you're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on a second. Uh, why do you care that that person now kissed that person? Weren't you guys like already in the mindset of we're just going to like come down here and have one big giant fuck fest like yeah they're it, talking about like wild orgies with everybody
0: yeah and then w- when they and get then, there, and,
1: yeah. then <laughs> and then one person kisses another person in a pool and they're just like
0: i'm <laughs> over it man i'm over it i can't deal i gotta leave i can't stay here any longer <laughs> um yeah yeah but uh we enjoyed it And but I so I wanted to tell you, you know, okay we did that, whatever. Also, have you seen the movies uh, on Netflix, the Fear Street movies? No, they've been advertised to me. Are they good? I well, I watched them both uh, the first two and then the next one. Three, right? I think the next one comes out on the 16th. But OK, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed them. So I I was I was hoping that you'd had watched them. But now now you have a, a thing to do. Yeah, no. I uh I clicked on it yesterday. Yeah. Uh but I didn't start watching
1: it because uh I I just couldn't tell. I liked the artwork. The yeah. artwork kind of gave me this kind of like uh, late 80s early 90s horror sort of look to it.
0: Absolutely. Uh
1: which which I like. I grew up on those movies. Uh, I was really into horror movies when I was a teenager and and pre pre-teen to teen. Uh and uh, I still like a good fun horror romp.
0: Yeah, me too, and uh, so that's why I was very pleasantly surprised because uh, at last week I believe we were talking about uh, I think maybe we were talking about it off the air or but we were talking about Netflix and and I was literally saying I hated Netflix because it's just a, you just drown in an ocean of content and I never actually find anything to watch, yeah. but it, really in the last week all I've been doing is watching stuff on Netflix, <laughs> so speaking
1: of like okay so the way that they get the content to you i think is kind of weird uh because okay so i you know we have two accounts like there's susie has her account i have my account yeah i almost just never even use my account really anymore we just kind of watch everything on hers because she watches a lot more stuff on netflix uh but i am the account holder and so i still get like emails, you know, from them saying, hey, check out this new thing that right. you might like. So unsubscribe. They sent something to me recently and I was like, oh shit, that's, that's out. And so I click on her thing to to, to like see it if it's there and yeah. it's like nowhere in her recommendations, it's nowhere in anything. Oh. And I'm like, like weird. So then I had to go back to my account and then sure enough, there it is on like new releases or whatever. So she's, she's gone way in a, she's, she's, she's pivoted into a, a an opposite direction. I would say from apparently what my tastes are. Oh, Cause man. I go to mine and it's a lot of horror and comedy.
0: That's and where it starts, stuff. Joey. Watch out. Yeah. This is where it starts. Yeah. You know? So maybe
1: I just need so the, to start revisiting my account.
0: Yeah. The beginning of the end. Sorry, bud. It's, uh, <laughs> you know? It's sad, but that's I mean that's 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 where shit starts. We don't that watch is... we don't watch the same kind of shows anymore together. <laughs> we don't have the same taste. Nah. Oh man. I feel we for you. <laughs>
1: similar tastes, but you know, I just I let her do her own thing. Yeah, she goes off and she watches her whatever Netflix yeah. stuff. Her that's, stupid that's shit. That's where that I zone out. Where I'm like, you watch what you want, and I'm gonna just stay on my phone.
0: <laughs> oh boy, the phones. So, I don't so Liam, even want, we have, we I don't have want a even theme get, today. We do have a theme. Let's get on. Let's get into it. Yeah.
1: So, um, we're picking what songs that uh, uh, our younger our, selves, our, our younger selves would have been like. Huh.
0: Yeah. Our younger selves. Like would have been like, really that you're you're listening to this? This is the artist you're listening to? Yeah, I I def I this was kind of a tough
1: tough one for me because I was trying to think like my my youthful um, musical interests I feel like had had like a a broad amount of range to them like I I I grew up in you know like really in like the grunge era yeah. like really into grunge but I was also into like kind of late 80s early late 80s stuff also you know like but in that in that case i was more influenced by the radio so i i definitely liked a lot of the the radio hits of that era uh but then going into the early 90s i was really influenced by grunge which was also very radio influenced and then by the early to mid 90s was very into like the diy indie scene which we covered last week Um, and then that kind of progressed a little bit out of that back into I guess maybe a little bit more mainstream. Um, so that was, it was kind of hard for me to like find something where I'm just like, wait a minute. Yeah. But there were, there are two artists that I definitely remember having some strong pushback against when I was younger, where I was just like, no way, no fucking way. Yeah. And who I had zero tolerance for then, not really knowing them too much, just knowing them from like the three, two or three singles that I kind of had heard again and again and again on, the radio and on MTV or whatever. Right. Uh, and then just sort of developing an appreciation for it later. I don't know. And who I actually really like and I actually listen to. So who is it? Uh, should we just do, do should I just talk about both of them now or do we just go one by one at a time? Cause huh. we can kick off with the, the first one that we're actually going to play a song from.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's do that. Let's uh let's just talk about the first one and then, and then I'll do mine and then, yeah, we'll go back and forth. Yeah.
1: Uh so the first one here is Oasis. So oh, Oasis? Oh Oasis. my
0: god.
1: Uh Oasis <laughs> uh was I don't know why. They were I think they were just the band that was it was popular to shit on. Cause really they're their two biggest hits, you know, um uh, Wonderwall. Yeah, I know that one and uh oh god. I don't even, why am I spacing on that other one? Um But they were they were kind of like sappy <laughs> They yeah. were they were so arrogant. and I feel like so they were like too sappy to like the grunge stuff that I liked because I didn't really listen to anything outside of all I had heard was like their kind of ballady sort of acoustic ballad songs. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, these guys are kind of weak. They're not like they don't they're not fulfilling that kind of teen, angsty, aggressive music that I want to be listening to. And then when I got into uh, indie music, they were like, so cocksure <laughs> they were like the they were just so like pompous and full of themselves and i just was like that that just that doesn't jive man yeah that isn't like that's not
0: cool uh, Did, Yeah, they but, said they were like the next beatles which is oh yeah know, they were just like or they but, were better than the beatles or you know oh, i don't whatever. know if they would say they were better
1: because man they've they, they love the beatles they and they, they they are not uh ashamed to say that they ripped off the Beatles in many many oh many good ways. well good for them so but yeah I mean they're were, they were one of those bands that like uh, uh I think what what got me int- so the first time I remember thinking wow Oasis uh there was a movie I think it was a guy Ritchie film um uh, uh, it wasn't lockstock and Two- a snatch I think it was in the movie snatch uh-huh. there's like a fight scene and there's this big instrumental section thing with like big guitars and big drums and i'm just like this song sounds cool and then a friend of mine who played in the swords project he's like uh uh that's oasis and i was like that's oasis weird so that kind of like was the first switch in my head that like oasis wasn't just this little acoustic guitar british band yeah uh and then uh and then i just at some point later just started revisiting their catalog and i was like you know what this band is is good, and then I watched a documentary on them uh, not
0: too long ago. And now you're, and now you're uh, an Oasis fan. You're a a true, sure. true a I'm, tr- die I'm. hard Oasis fan. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's check out the song. Yeah, what uh, live forever? Live forever. This, which uh, uh, off the album? Definitely, maybe. Oh, that was their yeah. their big hit album. Their, their debut. All right, this is uh, you're listening to Good Mid Morning right here. Uh you're listening to good mid morning. This is Oasis doing definitely maybe. Oh, yeah. No dough no, doing live forever. Maybe
2: <laughs> I don't really wanna know. Are you in gross? Cause I just wanna fly. I'm rain. I just want you to the bone. Maybe I just want to fly. wanna live. I don't want to fly.
0: Listening to Good Mid Morning right here. <laughs> you're listening to it right here, wherever you are. That's where you're listening to it. Uh, don't forget, folks, like, uh, share, and uh, do all the stuff. What do, What do I usually? Don't forget to follow, subscribe, comment, and review on Instagram. You can follow Good Mid Morning at Good underscore Mid underscore Morning. You can follow me at DJFGQBNYJS. You can follow Joey at Karate dot four dot evil and uh, follow podland productions at podland that was oasis doing a song called live forever i remember that song yeah i've heard that you know song. what i just
1: realized after this uh, listening to it this time through is it that sucked. it literally <laughs> just has uh the same three verses yeah the Exact same three verses uh, each and every time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, Nothing. That's, it doesn't change. That's terrible. It does not change. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Oh yeah. I was not See, paying I, attention. I guess I hadn't
1: yeah. normally paid attention. I think I just normally would just have the song on. <laughs> well, that's and it would just be off in the background somewhere. Uh,
0: that's funny because uh, it kind of brings us to my first song, which is um, uh, it's a Stevie Wonder song. Mm-hmm. And the reason I picked Stevie Wonder because it was because... Um, He's if, blind? No, um, but if if you grew up in the 80s, um, you know, the only, like, you were introduced, you're basically, unless your parents were cool and listened to good music, uh, you, you basically were introduced to Stevie Wonder through uh, I, I Just Called to Say I Love You, which yeah, is yeah. one oh, of yeah. the worst songs ever written. So yeah. when I was a kid, teenager, I, like Stevie Wonder was like, fuck Stevie Wonder. You know, it was like, this guy sucks because yeah. he did that that thing that a lot of uh, 60s and 70s artists did in the 80s, which was do a really, really shitty, shitty, shitty album.
1: <laughs> uh, and uh, electric harmonica and electric
0: harmonica oh my god (laughs) uh but anyway so i was listening i had my headphones on i was doing my walk the other day as i do and this song came on and it got me thinking about uh just kind of uh listening to like really listening to songs because there's a lot of stuff uh in this song that like there's just a bunch of levels to it, and there's like shit going on in the background. The lyrics are, are phenomenal. I mean, it's it's a history lesson in a song, so it's a great song. Stevie Wonder, of course. Okay. Now, now I know, of course, Stevie Wonder has uh is uh, is very amazing. So let's uh, this is uh, Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder from 1976. You're listening to Good Mid Morning. <laughs> listening to good mid-morning right here whoa 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 hold on hold on don't go into that song yet don't do it and you're listening to it right here <laughs> wherever you're listening to it that's where you're listening to it my friends my name I is i was gonna say liam that that <laughs> yeah. was a, a
1: very smooth cut i was like ben that song ended and you jumped right in and i was like yeah nice and, and then, then and then it and, and then it
0: fucked it up i <laughs> fucked it up uh oh, well. yep so that was that song stevie wonder love that song i love listening to uh shit on headphones and especially from like the 60s and 70s and hearing like you know little things that i didn't hear before or never yeah. like that's a great thing about headphones the
1: uh during the uh the pandemic uh the i decided to uh invest in buying a bunch of uh records of uh things that, Albums that I've listened to a bunch of times, uh, even like more modern stuff, Yeah. uh, just stuff that I knew like, hey, I really like this. I'll buy it because I know that I'm going to want to listen to it always at some point. You know, I could put it on and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, So I. Because I had nowhere to go, I would just put on a record. I would sit down on the couch and I would sit directly in front of the speakers and I would basically i was taking in these albums that i'd heard numerous times and a lot of them being more recent releases i only ever listened to them on streaming
0: devices
1: yeah or they're just like yeah like right yeah at a lower bit rate whatever and it kind of blew my mind some some like two-thirds i would say some of them you're just kind of like okay this must have been mixed for uh streaming you know um but some of them i was like kind of blown away by There were parts in the compositions that I felt like I had never even heard before.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: It it blew me away. So uh, just so people are aware that when you're streaming your music, there's a good chance you're missing a big old chunk of what the intended listening experience was supposed to be.
0: You're missing out, folks, is what he's saying. You're missing out. What's your your next song? What's the next song that your younger self would be like, really? This is... This is what you're listening to Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: Fleetwood Mac uh, was one of those bands that um, if you're if you're if you're younger than we are, you may not remember that there was a time when it was painfully uncool.
0: Oh, to like Fleetwood Uh, Mac.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They They were like not the cool. They weren't like your parents music. They were like your uncool the uncool parents music
0: you know yeah you're right like and it seems like it was like in the last maybe 10 or 15 years that people have been like oh Fleetwood Mac is fucking dope yeah it was um
1: so I got reintroduced because obviously you couldn't avoid Fleetwood Mac they were like the biggest band of forever yeah they sold a bazillion
0: albums um and they would follow you home Oh they were yeah, yeah exactly. They were known for following people home. You could not escape Fleetwood Mac cause real, That's that's why my parents started locking their door. Exactly. Fleetwood Mac attacks. <laughs> uh, but but anyways, yeah, they
1: were um they were they were they were they they they, they were everywhere. On the radio, they were you could not avoid they them. Were right always, <laughs> they were right behind you. They were right. <laughs> but it was so smooth. It was like, it was like that, the, the, the yacht rock thing, you know, like everyone like had this whole, like the Kenny Loggins and uh, (laughs) that, that whole smooth sound. So they were, they were really guilty of, of a lot of that. Um, And, and they're one of those bands. And I I actually have some other bands I want to talk to you about sometime in the future that uh, sucked. And in my, some of them, I still consi- think suck, but they're just like these smooth artists that somehow have come full circle to where like uh hipster uh, uh, music lovers have come around to like, not only saying, Hey, it's okay to listen to this and Hey, I like this, but it's turned into like, this band is like a cherished, like one of the best. Yeah. This is like um, now with Fleetwood Mac, I think that, that it's because they have this one album that, allowed sort of uh, the uh the hip youth music loving culture of the early 2000s to kind of latch onto them and that's the album tusk because it was a rejected album and oh they had, shit they, they had multiple uh successes uh with rumors actually yeah no they had i forget what's their f- the first album with lindsey buckingham and uh stevie Nicks. i, f- I forget it might even just be fleetwood mac yeah, Might I even, and I have no idea, you know, because um, they had a number, they had a whole different iteration before Lindsey Buckingham and uh, Stevie Nicks joined the band, uh, which they were kind of more like a bluesy, like British blues band, <laughs> that was really instrumentally uh, uh, focused, not ah, really vocally focused. I had no idea.
0: Yeah, this um, is how much like, I a, know about Fleetwood Mac.
1: Yeah, no, they they have they have a, a long, a, a pretty long history, but they lost their lead singer at the time who was also like their lead guitar player so what they were mostly looking for was like a, a guitarist to sort of fill in and that's where they found lindsey buckingham because he's kind of like a virtuoso guitar player but he ended up being like a big songwriting influence and obviously a lead singer he produced all their albums um and then he was in a musical group with uh Stevie Nicks, and so he basically was like, "We are a package deal. If you want me as your guitar player, then you got to take my girlfriend, uh, Stevie Nicks, as well." Really? And so they both ended up being sort of what ultimately led to the sound of Fleetwood Mac, as we all know it. Um, but they released two major successful albums, and then they came out with this double album, Tusk, which just was filled. With a lot of weird, almost sounds like bedroom recordings. Like they were record. He was. There were tons of cocaine. Oh,
0: now you Uh, piqued my interest. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Uh, Cocaine album. That's basically what it comes down to. Like, if you. Oh, because and it's tusk,
0: which is white. Oh, so it's white as a tusk. It's sure. uh, Oh Uh, yeah, yeah, it's that's what it is. It's a cocaine reference, for sure. Should we hear the song? Yeah. Uh this is uh Tusk. Uh, no. <laughs> Man, I you shouldn't did have, it again. I, I shouldn't have done so <laughs> much cocaine. Uh Fleetwood Mac doing I Know I'm Not Wrong from the album Tusk. You're listening to Good Mid Morning. Hey, You're listening to Good Mid Morning. I am your host, Liam Flanagan, aka DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. Folks, you can become a patron of Podland. You, this show would not be able to uh, exist if it wasn't for Podland, and Podland needs your help. So head on over to uh, our home, Podland.productions homepage, and click on the Become a P- uh, Patron button and help us out. Become a patron today. Starts from a dollar. To $200 and everything in between Not everything in between because that'd be a lot of Tears it'd be like 200 tears I think uh, but <laughs> Unless
1: you were getting into unless it was Like $2 and oh, 25. Fuck. That would $2 be Everything and oh my 27 god twenty-seven cents.
0: That would be an incredible Amount of tears <laughs> Yeah, And so many tears <laughs> uh, We were just listening to Fleetwood Mac doing I know I'm Not wrong off the album Tusk that was interesting. I like the uh I think you know what the thing for me about Fleetwood Mac is? Like Tell me. I like I you know, I don't know. I just think that they're they're, you know, they have those those hits. I like the hits. I I'm sorry, but I do. Um I like the hits too. And uh but then after that I'm just like, eh. <laughs> it just, I don't know. There's just something, it's too, something about it that is just too. Uh, I don't know. But you know what I really liked in that song was What's the that? the little uh, organ or or whatever that it sounded like an organ or maybe like a. Uh, her,
3: yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that thing,
1: that yeah. thing. Here's I don't know what it is that he la- he layers a lot of really weird sounds with. Um, it sounds like pitch altered guitar and then uh, and then he'll layer it with a uh, with other instruments yeah and so it, it it'll kind of uh i it's it's something that i th- i think is sort of overlooked at because it became sort of signature to the Lindsey Buckingham sound uh but it, it i'm sure it was very uh ear catching at the time like that ear candy like yeah. that kind of thing where you're just kind of like Oh, well, that's interesting. I don't know if I like it, but it's weird. And then your, but your ears perk up. Um, they do a lot on that album too, where I don't know if it's just because they didn't, he was just recording a song by himself in a room. Uh, but there is a lot of percussion on a lot of songs that just sounds like a box. Like they're just hitting right. a box or just like something getting slammed or something to sound like a snare drum or something, um, which is interesting to me for an album that's coming off of the heels of something i think sold like 60 million copies to just sort of have these weird clickety clackety sort of sounds like you would just because they were a band that was known for just being so smooth yeah like smooth 70s like perfect pristine recording sounds and so well cocaine's a hell of a drug it is it is a hell of a drug but it and in, in a lot of cases uh i feel like it doesn't what it what it ultimately ends up it, it songs that meander song and it, it actually does sound like a cocaine album big time because it is it's very unfocused <laughs> uh it's a double album uh they're just kind of all over the place it's like one of those things where had they stripped it down to just like half as many songs it would have sounded you would have had half that were just kind of these recorded in a in a bedroom kind of garage pre garage rock yeah you know sounding songs and then you'd have the normal Fleetwood Mac sound because there's plenty of the like what people are used to from Fleetwood Mac on this album which is weird that it weird that it kind of had this backlash from like the fans at the time
0: right Um, so wait this is after rumors right yeah so wasn't didn't didn't they weren't they breaking up or, or like
1: yeah so this yeah the, i mean rumors is already them kind of talking about breaking up i yeah. think they were breaking up during rumors but there's there's still a lot of turmoil going on during tusk i think there's just always turmoil in that band they're they're one of those bands that just like there's so much drama that you it, it just kind of there's never yeah. enough to even like cover it all it's just constant well, when you, when you have
0: to, I mean, yeah, when you're, yeah, you don't sleep with your bandmates or don't, you know, I don't know. Don't mix I love, mean, Don't live, mix love and music. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're already uh, <laughs> like, the, I think it was like their, their last tour that maybe, I don't know, got canceled because of COVID, but they kicked Lindsey Buckingham out of the band. So oh. they were just going to go on tour without Lindsey
0: Buckingham. Huh. That's. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Again,
1: at this st- stage in the game it's just kind of silly to continue with all that where you're just like, "Good lord, people." Yeah. Just be just be like the police and just never get back together just again. Just
0: never get back together again. I mean, I like, know the money, but people, you know, this is kind of funny because we are I was talking to to or about this kind uh, kind ki- ki- this kind of thing. Um uh let's who was it? There was somebody on there was some fucking commercial uh Yesterday, where you know there was an actor, and I was like, "Why, why, the, why is this person?" Oh no! It was uh, it it was Serena Williams. Serena Williams was doing some commercial for a uh, headache medicine, and yeah, I was yeah. like, "Why the fuck is so Ser- Oh, what I actually what I said was, uh, "It doesn't matter how fame how famous you get. It doesn't matter how you know you could be the best uh, sports person ever. You could be a, the most talented actor at one point." eventually you're en- gonna end up doing some shitty commercials like that uh, it's it's like it goes backwards now like you don't start yeah. out doing commercials that's where your career ends is doing commercials yeah uh,
1: the 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 best example that i've ever seen in my life of this was i think i was flipping through a magazine or something and uh ringo star was uh the 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 spokesperson or he it was like a full page magazine ad of uh Ringo Starr for Skechers.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like old man sketchers It's like <laughs> him
0: advertising sketchers and I'm like putting the okay. ske- putting the sketchy in Skechers. Oh, <laughs> a, a old man wearing these shit. What the fuck?
1: Like there's Why? zero reason that yeah. someone that that one of the two existing living members of the Beatles has to to get by by doing an advertisement for Skechers. Maybe he uh,
0: really likes Skechers.
1: Maybe he <laughs> wears Skechers. That's that's the only uh, uh, reason I could could think that that he would be doing a Skechers. And that's
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what Oris said about. She's like, well, maybe she gets headaches. Maybe yeah. she really likes that product. Like, I, I guess. But my my other guess is. That they threw a bunch of money at them, and they're like, "Here, you want a bunch of money?" I'm, yeah, I'm sure that
1: that did that that obviously plays a, a a big part in it. Um, but it's also just kind of like I didn't know that like Skechers had that Ringo Star money. Like, just, <laughs> like they have so much money, and they're just like, "Who can we get? Who could be the face of Skechers?" Well, Ringo Star, of course.
0: I think Ringo Star actually finds them quite comfortable.
1: I'm sure he does. Yeah. They looked they looked right at home on his feet <laughs> that's all i can say But maybe he just needed uh i i listened to an interview with Stephen uh, Steven Tyler from the band Aerosmith
0: Oh yeah i know them
1: And he was talking about um and i don't think that this necessarily applies to uh Ringo Starr particularly But he was talking about uh he w- he became a host for the TV show American Idol I believe. Yes, it was one of those or America's Got Talent. America. No, I think it was whatever. American Idol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he had been approached by people saying like, hey, this will this is the death of your career because people basically become American Idol hosts to die. Um, and why why would you do such a thing? You know, when uh, because it it just looks bad." Um, and he was saying, well, for starters, you know, there's the money aspect to it all. Yeah. Um, It helped him. He was like, you know, it bought he, me this scarf. other house. This house Thou- and,
0: what's that? It bought him a thousand scarves. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm
1: sure more than a thousand scarves. Yeah. Um But he was also talking about like he went into there's this perception, you know, that just because he's this big famous rock star that he just has kind of like infinite money. But uh they... There there were there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes with a lot of artists where, you know, they can in many ways kind of get like fucked by management, fucked by the record label, fucked by whatever. Also, the drugs and the drugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they do a lot of drugs Um,
0: and the fast cars and the women and the fast, fast cars and fast women. That's a rock and roll lifestyle, friend. Drugs, fast cars, women, drugs, fast car, women.
1: That's right. All in, that's expensive in succession again and again and again <laughs> i think there was yeah i think it was like a bobby brown documentary or like a, yeah behind, uh something that i was watching that uh, what were the there were the maybe the vh what were those vh1 documentaries not the it's not the classic album ones but behind maybe, the music maybe it was just behind the music yeah. yeah um and it was with bobby brown but one thing that i remembered from that was like at the peak of his like popularity uh he had all this money and he didn't know what to do with it and he would be in his tour bus in a city and he'd see somebody with a nice car and he would get out of the bus approach them and offer to just buy their car in cash uh and then he would drive that around for the night and then he would just leave it
0: <laughs> wow yeah. that's uh that's a, that's 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 having some money that's but, just blowing you know what he 30, should have done dollars he should have invested that money and, exactly uh, that's yeah. the, if i ever become rich uh which i I hope to um just because if it's the only way to survive the next uh 20 30 years is to become rich so yeah. uh and hopefully, go to the moon yeah exactly uh pandemic happening uh yeah I don't even know yeah don't why would you get me started about the goddamn going to the moon these rich Motherfuckers.
1: <sighs> they're just looking to get oh out of this planet. God.
0: Yeah, that's all that they're, they're this is there any nerds out there are like, oh this this is great. This is a great they're just doing this this is an escape plan, folks. Yep. <laughs> they're they're yep. just gonna leave us all here as the world burns, just so you know. Just so yeah. uh if you didn't know now you know it's uh, the rich people are going to escape and we're all gonna burn. Uh we've anyway. all seen this
1: uh this movie
0: before uh what was i saying something probably not i don't know man okay well let's uh let's let's get to my last song then my uh, song this uh so this is ready for the world this song i remember when i was this uh came out or was popular uh it's oh sheila and it's kind of uh it's, it's got that you know 80s funk pop stuff like kind of prince print like you know the prince sound there was all the bands that kind of did the Prince sound mainly because a lot of them were uh you know raised by prince himself he raised a lot of uh kids nursed yeah he did um but the the punk rock kid in me uh wouldn't understand i just don't think I don't think you would understand, but this type—this is the type of music I'm really into these days, like that '80s uh, kind of synth funk pop stuff. Yeah, man, it's uh its just so fun to listen to, and yeah. I love the crunchy bass stuff. Uh, I don't know if this song has it, but that like there's a certain bass sound that is just so good in this in this style of music. Anyway, let's check I, it I out. I can get behind it. Uh, this is Ready for the World doing Oh, Sheila. You're listening to Good Mid-Morning.
3: Life well, always say it's good for the geese. It's always good for the gander. Oh, sailor. Let me love you too
0: Listening to Good Mid Morning. That was Oh Sheila by Ready for the World. That oh, was sexy. It was so sexy. What? Well, here's my question. So Ready for the World's from they were from Flint, Michigan. What was hmm. with the British accent? <laughs> what? I don't know. Why? I, don't know. I thought that I thought before the song because uh, I'm not
1: familiar with that song. Um, but uh, before it started, I thought it was going to be like some British new wave kind of a thing. Uh huh. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, there's um, it's it's interesting. Um, I I I didn't. So the, I I'm already familiar with a lot of American bands that that will kind of fake a British accent. Yeah, uh, I guess it's just cool. Uh, but I, I always kind of forget that there's the other side of things. There's British bands that clearly fake American accents. Yeah. Um,
0: one, well, they sing. Uh, I mean, that's the that is a weird like phenomena that that uh, that British bands will sing without, like, basically they just sing without their British accent, and I guess yeah. that is singing like with an American accent. It's,
1: yeah, and it, I think uh, I think the reason that I think that is happens to be is it's uh, what music influenced you. Like, what did you listen to growing up, and where? How did you like learn to sing? Did you learn to sing from? American bands, and if so, I feel like you're singing in the dialect within you sing, your singing voice uh, comes out based on how you, cause you're just using your voice as a, uh, an instrument. And a lot of times you alter your voice anyways to sing. Yeah, um, And so for a lot of them, uh, I guess they, the way they found the path to that voice was by way of American artists. And one of them that, that really came into my head uh you, are you familiar with the with the group Dire Straits? I am
0: familiar with the the group Dire Straits.
1: Yeah. They uh I
0: couldn't I can't think of a Dire Straits song right now, but I know that if Well, the big one they had was Money for Nothing. There you go. Oh, okay, Dire uh, Straits, right. Now they're all yeah. Re, re, yeah, yeah. I want my MTV.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't say that Money for Nothing is like a good representation of what Dire Straits as a whole sounds like. Uh but Either, they sort of had this like Americana sort of thing that they were going Are for. They, were they British? Yeah. Whoa. They're Whoa! I did not know that. You I can't really. Re- were... Yeah, you can't really tell. Like it's just not really in there. Like they have. They also have that song "Walk of Life."
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's I, that's <laughs> a baseball <laughs> song what's right? that isn't that a bit ba- it's that, that like they play that at uh, baseball games that's sure. one of the most american songs there is yeah it was, it was there's a, it's nothing a big more one. american than that song it just yeah it was like american
1: dad music yeah um but yeah i uh, yeah british through and through uh, or maybe they're either british or they're irish i can't remember oh maybe no. british they were like uh, pub rock. I forget. Uh, it, uh, they must be British, but it, it, it kind of just like in. They were sort of known early on as sort of being this like British pub rock band.
0: Right. Well, that makes you know that that's. Did you know that Thin Lizzy was from Ireland? I mean, who knew? You know. No. Yeah. I no. I did not know. Yeah, because they don't sing with an maybe, Irish maybe accent need, at all.
1: Maybe we need to have like a. Uh, <laughs> We need we need to have like a, a a a theme. Maybe next week we'll do like we'll pick one American band that sings with a British accent, and one other artist from somewhere else in the world that sings with an American accent.
0: Yeah, that's not a bad idea actually. Do yeah. Uh, yeah. So but maybe we I, should see, just shut
1: up about this and just get it, get on with it next week.
0: Yeah, I think that's what we're gonna have to do. All right. Um. So. Yeah, let's just wrap it up then, you know? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, well, that was fun. That was a good time. And we'll be back, uh, you'll be back next Tuesday, right? I will. And yep. um, I, I would say, normally I'd say, uh, you know, catch the show tomorrow. But since this is just going straight to podcast form, then I'm not going to say that. And uh, and like, subscribe, do all the things for podcasts, and become a patron of Podland. This has been a Podland Productions Uh, All right, Joey, we'll see you next week. See you next week.